welcome to Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast. I wanna set hey, it's JD here, back for another week of opening the door on the refrigerator that is the catalog of seminal indie rock band Pavement, hoping to find the perfect condiment, maybe a, a delicious catsup, to open our eyes and ears to the greatness that is the music of pavement. So there's that. Welcome to the 100th episode. I am uncool and underqualified, but I've been doing this for 99 episodes thus far, and here we are at the century mark. It's taken us a while to get here, so you could say it's a slow century. <laughs> or you could could not. Hey, I'm still a dad, after all. Come on, got to do the dad jokes. To celebrate this mon- monumental occasion, I got together with the boys from the Jix podcast, The Malcolmist Conundrum, and uh, we shot the shit, played some pavement songs, and discussed the legacy of our favorite band for a little while. So... I'm going to spin that for you right away, but uh, I want to let you know that I appreciate you, and uh, you're amazing, and thanks for sticking with me. This has been a great ride, and we've got a little ways to go. Porto was just announced yesterday, so if you're going, I'll see you there. Barcelona has been announced as well, and uh, I won't be going to that one, I don't think, but uh, fuck, that's going to be phenomenal. So there's that. Uh, other pavement news, I got nil. So for for now, I guess I'll pass it over to the alternate universe, JD, to introduce you to the Malcolmist Conundrum Gang. Look, off the bat, I would say pavement is a band that was only around for, you know, 10 years. Um, January of 99 is when Slight Tracks came out and June of pardon me, January of 89, and then June of 99 uh, was when we got Terror Twilight. And, you know, they toured and wrapped the show in the UK. Of course, we got a reunion in uh, 2010. But beyond that, you know, we're, we're 11 years beyond that now. I'm here with um, Chris and Paul and Mark from the Malcolmus Conundrum, and I want to know, I'm going to put it out to them. What is what is the legacy of this band at this point? You know, are, are young people picking up this band's catalog and getting into them? Or is it a cohort of us that are just sort of holding a torch? Where are we here in 2021? Jesus. Um, <laughs> Good question. I mean, if you're on TikTok, I guess like you're a fan of pavement now, right? Because of the harness your hopes and all that sort of stuff, right? right? Um, I don't, I don't really know how to answer that. Uh, I don't know any young people, <laughs> um, but what I will say is, every waking moment I spend is thinking, is thinking about pavement. Really, like I talk about pavement every day. Like, so Chris and I are. Like we we do a lot of work together and we we chat every day either talking on podcasts or or on our phones or whatever and I think we like Chris 
am I right in saying we probably we talk about payment, and I think you and Mark are the same, like every day, every single day, um, every single day we talk about payment. Uh, my relationship with Paul is uh, was bridged by payment. Um, my re- relationship with Mark is strengthened by pavement. Um, we've got a lot of friends uh, that we continually talk about, continually talk about pavement, and we kind of we we transfix and transform these arguments and discussions around you know the same stuff over and over. And we have I've known Mark since two thousand and two thousand and eight. And uh, we still can't decide what our favourite song is. We still can't decide what our favourite album is. And uh, we continually and consistently discuss it over and over again. And and what I'll add to that is you think about all the bands you listened to back in the 90s and like Pavement was one of them for me. And I loved them back then. I think like the first time I got into it was Bright in the Corners for myself. It's like it was just some, uh, I was living with some girls and one of their dates or one of their boyfriends at the time just left it on the top of the fridge where our CD player was. And I was like in the, in the, in the kitchen and I was like whacked it on and I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. Um, and I did know some of the other songs, but that, that was when I really got into it. But my point is, is that there were lots of bands I listened to back then. And there's a heap of them that you can put them on now and it's like, oh, it's okay, but it feels a bit dated, but pavement are one of those bands where I've never grown tired of listening to Every time I put it on, I love it. And I think they're timeless. They're like, I put them with the Beatles and, you know, Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, whether you like those bands or not. But I just, and and more recently, like Sonic Youth and stuff like that, where it's, this is timeless music. It's not, it's not that it was just the thing of the time and it was popular at the time. It's that it's great, timeless music. And that's, I think, the legacy of Pavement. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, well, you got you got an answer to your question, JD. <laughs> yeah, that's dynamite. Um, earlier on, and you guys each selected a song. I I asked you to select a song that that you felt sort of encapsulates or describes, you know, maybe your relationship with Pavement or their music. And Chris, you you had picked Zurich is stained.
let's talk a little bit about that track. Um, so Zurich Estend is, uh, it's one of the first songs that really, so, you know, when you're young and, you know, you're, you're grown up and, you know, I, I'm a little, I kind of missed pavement in, in terms of when they were like really prominent. Um, so I kind of got them a little bit later in life. Uh, but still the first album, I, you know, I, I kind of kept it kind of real in terms of how I listened to the band. So the first album I really, really got into was Slanted and Enchanted. And you listen to Summer Babe and it just transforms you and takes you and, you know, it makes you think about things in a way, I, you know, it really, it's like a warm cloud that takes you on this journey. Summer Babe, I think, is one of the greatest openings in, in the history of, like, music ever. Um, but then you, you dig into Slanted and Enchanted and as a wee guy listening to it, that album's quite hard to kind of start with. If you're coming to Pavement Cold, it's quite a hard album to kind of, you know, dig into. Um, but Zurich is Stained really, <clears throat> really just kind of always kind of resonated with me straight off the bat. And a, a lot of it is to do with, and, and I've, I've taken some notes because I listened to it about, you know, 10 or 15 times today just because I know preparing for this. And uh, I just took some notes and it's like um, the fact that it kind of hits straight into the singing, singing which is not necessarily a, a pavement style, you know, it really no, hits in, really hits into it. The vocals are really kind of layered in, in terms of the, the music is, you know, I, I don't know much about music production, but I know that the, the vocals in Zurich Estend isn't as prominent as some of the other songs in the album. And I'm, I'm you know, you're, you're listening, you're like, why is that not as, as kind of loud and stuff? And, and I've written here like blame, like this whole song is like about blame <laughs> and it's about like, it's not my fault. Uh, you know, Zurich is neutral. It's part of Switzerland and Switzerland's a neutral cu country. And this idea right. that Zurich is stained and it's not my fault. I think That's it's, great. It, it's, it's you. So you're the one, you know, you've bled your, your kind of poison into the neutrality that is, and as a wee guy who, and my whole thing is, this is something we we do on the, the, the Malcolm's Conundrum is like, I'm like the guy who always kind of deeply looks into the lyrics and Zurich Estend is the first time I really kind of, I felt like I, I got what Pavement was about. And I, 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 Malcolm's Pavement, everything about that, those albums and specifically Slanted and Enchanted, it's really subversive and really twisting your kind of points of view. And I think it's a really, really underrated song and I love it. I, I just want to come in and just back up how utterly amazing this song is. And given that it's like, I'm what, a minute 40 or a minute 50 or something like that. Yeah. Like I, I, I've been trying to, I tried to learn how to play this song for like 25 years <laughs> And I never, like, I finally worked out that the tuning's crazy, right? The tuning is like, it's like C, G, D, something, 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 right? Uh, it's all the like, weird shapes. But see, when you learn how to play it and actually learn it and singing along with it, it's like, I'm, I'm experiencing brand new moments with this song that are already, like, was, again, like Gal, I think, Durica Stained, Perfume V, Trigger Cut, those are like, 
some of the best songs on Slanted. Um, that that album is just magnificent. Um, yeah. But 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 having a sort of second, like a, almost like a renaissance with um, Jury Stained, uh, everything about it, it's really like. And also, I've been listen- I don't like the fall, but I've been listening to the fall to try and just understand that band a bit better and also get into the head of Maltwas a bit more because obviously he's talked about how much he likes the fall this song is so just like it's almost like not a tribute to the fall but it's really influenced by the the guitar playing and just uh, but it's like Gary 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 Young's drumming on it and stuff like that as well it's it's Per- it's absolutely perfect. I love it. It was a great pick. I thought from Chris. I, I think the lyrics are kind of fighting the music in this. Like the lyrics are literally the the vocals. Sorry, are fighting the lyrics to kind of be prominent on it. And that, that I love the guitar on it. The like the the guitar's wailing, and it's just I I think it's a really underrated song. I I love this song. I think it's an excellent song. Um. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I remember I sat down to try to play. I mean, it only took me about five minutes to work out. But I did. I oh, do you're, love yeah, because you're so. You're <laughs> Mark, the virtuoso over here, of course. The virtuoso of the Malpas conundrum, I would say. Thank you. Listen, listen, flattery will get you everywhere. Um, I think this is an excellent song. It's one of the. Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs of the album. It, great. Yeah, great pick. Excellent pick, Chris. Well done. <laughs> Mark, you picked. Um... You picked AT&T. Maybe someone's going to save me. My heart is made of gravy. And the laps I swim from lunatics don't count. Open up your stocking. Pull out all the things you never wanted. Some room service call.
like when I think of that song, there like I get this sense of, in terms of his vocal affectation anyway, I get this sense of like desperation. And the music really goes with it as well. It's it's hopeful and it's and it's optimistic, but there's something desperate about it as well. What do you think about AT&T and why did you pick this song as what you think represents Pavement? So so yeah, okay. The reason I picked this song, I wouldn't say this is my my favorite pavement song, just to get that clear. Like I love Finn Grounded Harness Your Hopes. Uh I do love I love this song. Um, this is not my, it wouldn't be my top one. I don't know why that matters. The reason I picked this song is because this is, this song has been stuck in my head for the past couple of weeks. Um, and it just won't leave. And it's because I, for one of my kids, I bought a Star Wars Lego AT and AT. And ever since I did that, I can't stop thinking about AT and T subconsciously. I didn't know what was going on for the first week. But it was because the connection with the similar name <laughs> that this song was planted in my head. But it really got me thinking. I thought I've got to I've got to talk about this song because it's 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 I can't I can't stop thinking about it. Um, yeah, as you said, it sounds crazy. It sounds spontaneous, and it's just it sounds yeah it sounds a bit nuts, and it's full of energy. But the lyrics are genius in it, and. They're really catchy, particularly the the starting, the kind of starting parts where it's like, maybe someone's gonna save me. I love that. And I love the spritzer on ice in New York City. Those bits are they're absolutely amazing. I think, yeah, it's just they're full of energy. The music's great. Every line in it is genius. I'd love to know what the Jacob Javits, I'd like to thank you for everything, primary or primarily your glass house means i don't quite get that i don't know who jacob javits is but oh, i just think yeah i just think this is a great song yeah i i yeah i agree with you completely i think this is one of the highlights of that record for sure um chris what do you think uh so this album is uh as we've mentioned on the, the Marcus conundrum, <laughs> this is the album that everyone says is their favorite but you know the, right. yeah, it's actually breaking the corners let's be honest for everyone but this is the first song that i like so this album is fantastic um wowie yeah. zowie and you know there's so many great songs on it um but this is the first song i remember specifically i mean this i, I don't know why i'm going to be so specific but i was in finiston uh when it wasn't finished in the way it is now in glasgow and i was walking to the secc and i can't even remember the name of the whatever gig i was going to but i had my headphones in and at&t came on and it just i remember just really being like i had a pep in my step i was like so and i think that's what it does it really it's a it's a a really weird song i i've always wondered about the title i know it's like a sort of like like mobile phone company or like a phone company or whatever um right and i i, I, I as mark says like everything mark says like the, the beginning maybe someone's going to save me um my heart is made of gravy <laughs> yeah i mean that's well. malcolmist right it's, yeah. it's just it's just i it's ideal um, open up your hands and let me see the things that keep you in there. I don't want to split up 50-50. That's the way we do it in this Rose Town. <laughs> like, it's just it, the way it's the way. It's, 
just that's it i just think it's really i just think it's a bright song i i love at&t and i think it's a it's a it's a top song to kind of highlight because it's not something that is always going to kind of be kind of specifically spoken about but i think it's great it's like it's like that that fun bit it's a fun part of Wowie Zowie, that's like grave architecture. AT and T Fox mm. equals rad. Yeah, you know it's the it's the, mm. the part it's the party zone of Wowie Zowie, which yeah. is it probably is the best pavement album, right? I mean, it probably is. I mean, it's bright in the corners, but it probably is Wowie Zowie. Wowie Zowie is uh, you know objectively the best one. I mean, it is bright in the corners, but it's probably Wowie Zowie. It's yeah. probably Wowie Zowie, but it might it might be bright. It's hard to it's really hard to know. I mean, maybe only, if only there was a podcast to determine which was the best pavement album. Um, I think this song is exceptionally good. I think it's very funny for all the reasons you've mentioned. I love the lyrics in it. Again, I'm not really a lyrics guy. I'm a music guy. And the musically, this kills. It's just really fun. Absolutely. And also, Steve West. Shout out to Steve West because Steve West's playing on Wowie Zowie. Steve West is not a flashy drummer, but he's a really effective drummer and he's a really considered drummer and he seems like a really cool guy. I met, I met Steve West once in a travel lodge uh, my old band was on tour and he was on tour with uh, Marble Valley I guess it would have been Wow! and um, and we were staying in some travel lodge like on in the motorway outside it's a of a travel like, tavern so travel tavern sure <laughs> that's yeah that's a that's I don't think that's going to work with the meet and mount with crew gal but we'll, someone might get that reference anyway um, staying in a travel lodge like outside of Leicester or some place in England that um, is maybe not very glamorous and we were checking in and Duncan, our friend Duncan Robertson, uh, who was in my old band, uh, he was like, that looks like Steve West from Pavement. And we were kind of staring at him from a distance going, oh my God, it's Steve West from Pavement. It's Steve West from Pavement. So of course we chatted to him and he was a delight and posed for pictures and stuff. And uh, so that was that was a really, really nice moment. I just think Steve West sometimes gets... Overlooked. I know in a previous episode of the Mountains Conundrum, I said that Mark Eibold was like the the sort of the 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 the, the second peg in the the pavement story, but I think Westy is the third peg. I think it's like Maltmus Eibold Westy is kind of the heart of pavement, um, and I love I love his playing in this album, and yeah, musically ET and is just excellent. Uh, and uh, yeah, it does feel like Malmus is just sort of spitting it as he goes, like making it up as he goes along and just happens upon some really funny, funny lyrics. <laughs> he's a, he's such a master at that though, right? Yeah. Just mm. rolling things out and next thing you know, there's this rhyme or or this pseudo rhyme that is just sitting right there and you, you're just spellbound by it. Hey, show me a word that rhymes with pavement. Did right? you, did, you, <laughs> did you hear? So somebody wrote me and they said, um, I've been listening to that song and tell me I'm wrong, but like, listen to this theory I have. And I said, okay. And it was, uh, tell me a word that rhymes with pavement. And I would care if parents would roast them on split. But the next lyric after that is um, about engraving. Um, uh, is don't et- etch it or permanently sketch it or permanently sketch it and if you etch or permanently sketch you could be engraving which is engravement rhymes with pavement oh, oh 
my god! And that's like wow. this weird slant rhyme, right? Like, and I was just like, "What? Are you fucking kidding me?" But yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love Stephen Maltmus. <laughs> oh my best. god, I love him. That is so great, and and obviously also on one of the best ever pavement songs, right? Harness your hopes. Oh like, yeah, really. yeah. Oh my yep. god, I just love that guy. <laughs> All right, so Paul, what was the song you chose? You chose Silent Kid. Not like an obvious, or maybe an obvious choice, but not an obvious choice for me to pick because I'm like Gal. I'm kind of like I was going to pick something off a of watery domestic, or actually, what really wanted to pick something off a of bright in the corners because again, we all, as we know, that's probably the best pavement album. But because I've talked about that kind of quite a lot on the Mountains Conundrum uh, over the past, I just thought Silence Kid is like Silence Kid sums up pavement musically. Okay, it's such a weird opener to any album but it's got so, it's just so groovy it's like Bob but Bob it's like Bob is in the band now right so see when it all kind of kicks in and Bob's whacking that cowbell Westy's just riding the ride cymbal Mark Eibold on the bass uh, Spiral and SM just 
doing their magic in the guitars. It's it's the sound of pavement as a band because previously you've got like slanted obviously all the EPs which is Spiral and, and Stephen and, and sometimes Gary or whoever was around um, slanted is, is the sort of formation of the band Watery Domestic is Mark's in the band but Gary's still on drums this is like Crooked Rain is classic lineup pavement and everybody's represented in this song really well um, it has a brilliant melody. I, I just love the guitars at the start. It's so good. It's like the pace is perfect. It's just Westy. Just it's the perfect Steve West tempo. Um, but then it just goes into this really lovely song. It's like lovely melody, and and Stephen just sings it so well. And my favourite bit is the bridge where this is the city life. That is just oh just. I don't know what it is. It's that it's that um that thing about music that you can't quite explain that it just makes you right. feel something but you can't put it into words why. Um so you've got this brilliant track, you know, verse, bridge, verse, and then it's the outro, which is the shambolic end of pavement, where it's just falling to bits, hand me the drumstick, snare kick. Um it, it's got all the kind of pavement idiosyncrasies lyrically. Um, and it's the band playing really well. And again, is it called Silence Kid or Silent Kit or what is it? Yes. You know, so, you know, if you want to sum up pavement in a song, Silence Kid does it for me. Uh, I'm you. Uh, what I would say is, uh, I think you've absolutely nailed it, Paul. Um, Thanks, Gal. I'm actually, I'm quite, I've got quite good opinions on. Fuck uh, up. On Everyone hates you. Um, but the the fact is, is you know, see the whole thing like you know, silence, kid, silence, kit, um, like everything. It plays into the whole kind of pantheon of of what pavement is, because pavement is like this. It's a band, obviously, but it like we've talked about how the fact that my, myself. Myself and Paul Carlin and Mark talk about pavement and Steve Malkmus every day. Like <laughs> it's 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 not a it's not it's not a band. It's a it's, it's a, a it's a vocation. It's a, it's a way of life. Yeah, you know you know it's a way it's, of life. And 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 what I love about this is just see that like um, when it starts and it's just that uh, watch it, Scott. <laughs> and the fact like they just left that in like and and then it like the. the I, I just think everything about it is just that I really think this I think Paul's nailed it when he says this kind of represents like pavement like and everything that goes with that and how kind of the lyrics uh, the music the tempo and just that mental finish um, it's 100% agree beautiful beautiful yeah. Those closing lines, like ecstasy feels so warm inside till five hours later, I am chewing, screwing myself with my hand. <laughs> like, pff, like, yeah, just lay it all out, Stephen, you know, um, <laughs> hilarious. So, um, so yeah, no, I just so to jump in myself. Yeah, this is a great choice. It's an excellent opener. It's a, it's a fantastic opener, arguably one of his best. Um, and I think actually when Paul lays it out there, it does represent pay the end to end of payment really well. Um, I always remember this on, on the CD I had, it was silent kit. So I don't know where this silent kid comes from. I just remember it saying K I T. Partly, uh, sorry, Marcus, apparently it's a splodge on the ink. 
uh, which is why it looked like a, a T instead of a D. Oh, so it actually it's called Silence Kid. I think Kid. that Wikipedia might be wrong. That's, si- what, that's what I think. Silence Kid is what I understand it to be called. But uh, by, by the way, I that's hope I'm wrong. I mean, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't argue with a podcast journalist, but, uh, <laughs> but that's Award winning. <laughs> but it's interesting because um, I think, that, but that also see that whole kit kid. That's perfect for Malcolmist. I think he wants that that ambiguity, and I think that's the powerful part of pavement having that kind of ambiguity and that mystery around it, and that can, endless interpretation. Because that's what real art is. It's different people interpreting different uh, the same thing in different ways, discussing it and reflecting on things. Uh, it's it's great. You're great. Oh, you're great. Oh, you're, thank you. You're no, great. No, directed at me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you guys are all great. This is great, right? Oh, uh, sorry, so I just great. want to mention uh, Jacob Javits. Jacob Javits. Jacob Javits is a uh, was a, a senator at one point, and oh, um, and go. and I mean I know what the senator wants. What the senator wants yeah. is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, it's been really nice hanging out with you guys here um, for the hundredth. Um, you guys have a great podcast. Why don't you tell us about it and where people can find you individually as well, if they so desire? Uh, the Mountmas Conundrum available wherever you get podcasts, I suppose. And if it's if you can't find it, just tell us, and we'll put it up wherever it doesn't exist. Um, and what is the what is the thrust of the podcast again? So it's sort of like a bracket tournament, but it's not a bracket bracket. Basically, we're trying to work out what our favourite slash the best Stephen Maltmus and the Jick song is. Uh, so basically, post-pavement Stephen Maltmus, we are going through every song. So like I think it's almost every song. We've maybe left off a couple of B-sides uh, and we've, we're on episode like 30 now. Um, so we're... Uh, Almost there. We're, we're we're basically just about to hit the semi final, um, semi finals, and sorry, I'm just uh, having a problem with my computer. Have I disappeared? Yeah, you uh, you're, you're back we now. Can you're, hear back you. back now. you're back now. Paul's dead. Paul's died. <laughs> Maybe for the best, to be honest. Oh, he's back. Oh, no, he's got He just went all crazy. Oh, he spilled something. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Hopefully it's not breakfast soup. I wasn't listening to what he was saying, so I can't really follow up <laughs> and end his point. <laughs> no, he'll be back in a second. He'll be back in a second. Paul, are you there? Oh, there he is. Are you there, Paul? like the Blair Witch Project. What's going on here? Hey, hi, Paul. Hi, it's me, Paul. Uh, just said to my... So I use my old smartphone uh, as my camera, but it died, so I've used my new smartphone as my camera. And by the way, I look fucking excellent. You look sexy. Like, I would have sexy. This, the camera on this phone's good. Right, where was I? I was talking about the Mountless Conundrum. So on the Mountless Conundrum, we're like trying to find out or, or uncover what is the best slash our favourite post-pavement Stephen Maltmus song so we've listened to every song from Stephen Maltmus solo to traditional techniques yeah, bringing in a lot of the b-sides and 
sort of bonus tracks from those albums in a sort of bracket style tournament, but it's not really like a classic bracket style because we do ever we draw songs episode by episode. So sometimes we do it live, other times we kind of you know the songs are a week in advance, but we're at the semi-final stage and it's really like I mean, it's kind of a miracle that that, that Chris, Mark, and I are still talking. But um, <laughs> very we're, true. Al- we're almost there. Um, we're almost there. We, we recorded a great episode with JD. What we like to do also is do like sort of stopgap episodes between rounds, where we maybe we did one where we took a look at the sort of timeline of Stephen Maltman's. We did our favourite pavement deep cuts, and with you, we talked about your favourite Jack songs, some of your favourite Jack songs. So, um, at the time of recording. By the way, you know what we haven't talked about? This week is the, I think, the 30th anniversary of uh, Perfect Sound Forever EP. Oh, Payment, wow. Which is oh, wow. Debris Slide. Debris Slide. Almost there. Um, we're we're all on social media. There is the show has a the show has a Twitter account at Malmusconun, but I think that's a terrible. Oh Jesus! Twitter he handle. Um, Change it. Then. I'm at the Paul. Yeah, I can't. I can't be bothered. You know, it's too much work. I'm at the Paul Carlin. Chris is at the Galatron and at the Mark Edwards for Mark. So if you want some kind of dinner party tips, um, Mark really is your guy. And if you want sort of pavement content mixed in with content about the the best football club on earth, Celtic, then follow Chris and I. And wrestling oh, and movies as well. Oh yeah, we're both wrestling guys as well now. I'm, so. a, I'm a big wrestling guy too. I heard you guys talking about it on the last episode. Yeah. Chris, yeah. Is a, Chris is a proper wrestling mark. I've got back into it. and I've um, been, been a fan since I was eight years old, so it's been a long time. Well, let's, ta- let's talk after the show. A, I smell a new podcast <laughs> coming on. Let's talk after the show, JD. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Uh, by the way, JD, I just wanted to say one thing. Like you're, you're, you're thinking what you do after the end of Terror Twilight. 
This is my suggestion. You hear me? Do the jigs. Yeah. And we yeah. will and we'll do pave the pavement conundrum. Oh, boom! Oh, like, that's a great idea. Let's like swap buttons. Switch, yeah. Do the old switcheroo. You do the jigs. We'll do pavement, and then it does actually allow us to do lots more crossover. Yeah, lots well. of crossovers. Yeah. Oh, that's a fucking dynamite idea. Let's do that. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, um, it's really great uh, meeting you and talking to you guys. You too, man. Thanks so much for doing this. Thanks, Thanks JD. for having us. Your podcast is great. You're great. Yours too. Meeting Malcolm's a pavement podcast, is a weekly affair. Connect with JD at JD at meetingmalchemist.com. Please support the pod by rating, reviewing, or sponsoring us at meetingmalchemist.com. And hey, I'm social. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at meetingmalchemist.